Good evening, everyone. It is so nice to be back here with you tonight. And thank you for tuning in and listening this evening. I hope that the topic this week you find encouraging and, of course, challenging because that's what helps us to grow. And this week we've been looking at biblical truths. What I like about this topic is that it is broad. It's a wide, it can yeah, encompass a wide range of different uh, lessons sprinkled throughout the week. Which biblical truths are we talking about? There's so many, and that's exactly the point, is each of our teachers have chosen a biblical truth to look, take a more closely, closer look at this week. And tonight's biblical truth uh, we're going to look at is about uh, our service in God's kingdom and serving one another. And so our biblical truth tonight is we, we as Christians serve because God is good, not because we are good. And this uh, lesson tonight looks at the why behind Christian service. Um, so let's establish outright that service in God's kingdom and serving people, serving one another, is a necessary and an integral part of the Christian walk. It's part of our transformation as God makes us more like him and to reflect more of his image um, in this life. And God performs this transformation through us as we learn to live for him and not for our own selfish gain or to satisfy our own flesh, using some biblical language there. And uh, let's establish right now that this type of transformation is a lifelong process and takes a lifelong commitment as Christians, but it is part of our commitment to Christ. So one of our topics that we had uh, earlier in COVID um, was about salvation. And I taught a lesson about how our service in God's kingdom um, is essential even to salvation. And so tonight we're establishing that service in the kingdom of God and serving one another is essential to the Christian life. As we live out this life on earth, you know, until we meet him face to face, this is part of what we're called to do and instructed to do by the scriptures and through Jesus's teachings. And so we can't truly call ourselves uh, disciples of Christ or Christians if we are not serving in his kingdom. So with that established, this biblical truth kind of gets behind the motivation or the, the heart or the why behind Christian service. So we serve because God is good, not because 
we are good. And so let's unwrap this biblical truth together as we look at some scriptures together tonight. We're going to start in Romans chapter 3, verses 10 through 12. Some of these verses we're going to be looking at are kind of humbling. I guess that's what it's supposed to do, right? Um, that God uh, looks greater and is greater uh, than our own flesh um, is where these scriptures are taking us tonight. So Romans chapter 3, verses 10 through 12, it says, we're going to kind of look at, I should have prefaced this before uh, heading to the scriptures, but what I'd like to do is look at these scriptures with the mindset of what is good? How do we define good? So now let's turn to the scriptures. As the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. If you've ever been in our in-person services or even the last several months, almost a year now on this digital campus, uh, that verse, no one does good, not a single one, is one of Pastor Stephen's um, favorites or one he references a lot. I know sitting under his pastorship now for about seven years, um, he uh, quotes that scripture frequently and it is a good reminder. No one does good, not a single one, because in our humanity, we want to believe that we're good you know, in and of ourselves. And we want to believe we uh, strive to do good things and we we um, have uh, good hearts, as, as the saying goes, and that we're, we want to believe we're good. It's, it's just, uh, it's just part of um, how we'd like to be perceived and how we per perceive ourselves. But the scriptures tell us no one does good, not, not a single one. Then verse 23 in that same passage says, For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. And so as much as we'd like to believe it, we humans, people, we are not good. And I, I actually kind of find that a relief. I kind of think to myself, and that's okay. Because the nice thing about this scripture, at least in my opinion, is that it does not discriminate. So it says not one does good, not a single one. All have fallen short. All have sinned. So there's no need for me to compare to my neighbor. There's no need for me to think if I could just be like him or just be like her or just do like him or just do like... No, we, uh, the, the scripture applies to all humanity. It's where, it's a starting point for all of us. So, although it's a harsh reality for us, it's a harsh reality for me to think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not good. <laughs> Um, and I really don't, you know, my intentions, good intentions, 
uh, don't mean that the outcome is always good. Um, so it's actually kind of a relief because we're all placed on the same uh, playing field. And so not one type of person is good. But as I turn to our next passage of scripture we're going to look at, so now we've seen in scriptures, and there's others, but this one is what I chose tonight. It's been established. No one is good. No one does good. Okay, and so then what is good? Who is good? And let's ask that as we turn to this next set of scriptures. There's a story found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verse 19, that provides us with a definition of good from the words of Jesus. This is a story where a young, rich man has come and uh, found Jesus. And he calls to him and he says, Oh, Rabbi, Rabbi, teacher, Jesus, good teacher, he says to Jesus. And he asks him, what are the good things I can do to inherit eternal life? And verse 19 is the one we're honing in on tonight. And Jesus's answer is kind of a, a funny one. It's kind of odd. He says, well, why do you call me good? Jesus asked him. Only God is truly good. And in other translations, it says only God, that God alone is good. So what we can draw from that scripture is we know that there's not one good person and there's no one does good out of our own selves. But the scriptures tell us that there is one who is good, and it is God. One of the main points of my lesson tonight is that the issue that we have when we believe that we serve because we're good, or we serve out of our own goodness, is that good or what is good or who is good is subjective. From person to person, as many as there are different people in this world, if you ask me and then the next person and then the next person and then the next person, what is good or who is good, you will get as many different answers as there are people. That's the issue with good. It's subjective. And the scriptures clarify or make clear that there is none that are good except for one. And his name is Jesus. And so... Jesus defines, he is the definition of good. 
there's another scripture uh, that I'm thinking of right now that talks about good things. All good things come from God. And that can only be true because God can't not be good. There's the double negative. Did you follow that one? God can only be good if we say it another way. And so the scriptures tonight really uh, make it clear how what is good is God and what things are good are the things of God. And that's pretty much about it. You know, my own definition of good might even change throughout my life. You know, we're fickle people. Our opinions, our ideas, our beliefs can change like the direction of the wind on any given day. Catch me on a good day, catch me on a bad day. I'll have two different answers for who is good, what is good. All right, so that's established. But as spirit-filled Christians, we can submit ourselves um, to the work of the Holy Spirit within us and because and through us, because the Holy Spirit works through his church. And who is his church? Those who are filled by his Holy Spirit. And so good works can be done through the church because the Holy Spirit um, is good. And so as spirit-filled believers, the work of the Spirit is done through his church. And that is how God does a good work in our world today. He doesn't need us, but he uses us um, to accomplish his good work in this world. Mark chapter 10 and verse 45 has a powerful verse here that I said we were going to do some humbling verses tonight. That it is truly humbling. It says, for even the Son of Man came not to be served. The only person in this world who could have come with that expectation, who could have lived with that expectation, was God himself. As come to earth as Jesus. And he chose not to. He didn't come to be served, the scripture says but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. So what being a disciple of Christ calls us to is this, to follow after the one who is good. And we've been talking about him tonight. His name is Jesus. That includes following the instructions we find in the word of God that we've been given and following after the work of the Holy Spirit as we interact with him 
you know, on a, on a daily basis through our personal and our corporate, you know, over the digital campus here, um, our time of prayer and time spent with God on our, in our daily uh, schedules. Because when we serve because God is good, when our motivation to serve in this world is because of God's goodness, the Bible tells us that we bear the fruit that demonstrates the goodness of us. No, 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 not the goodness of us. It demonstrates the goodness of God. I think Paul said it best, the Apostle Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthian church, he instructed them, he said in 1 Corinthians, um, and I don't have my reference here, I apologize, um, but he instructs the church to imitate me. Other translations say, follow me as I follow or imitate Christ. Paul didn't say, follow me, church, because I'm good. No. Paul, he was a, the Christian of all Christians in the eyes. You know, we, we read about Paul and we're wowed by him. We just, the life he lived, the love for God, the words he, he spoke and, you know, and were penned for us to read all this Paul is a super, super, he's the holy of, you know, holiest guy. No, Paul said, follow me, imitate me, but only if I'm following Christ. And he instructs this because he knows in and of himself, he is not good. He's not the one who is good, but God is good. We know, you know, as kind of a heart check as Christians tonight and those who yearn to follow after the words of God and to follow after his spirit. I think that one way that we can know we're serving with the right heart and the right motivation is if these two things are present as a, as a result of service or as we serve. First, that whatever we do, that our good works will point others to God. That's so that our good works aren't bringing the, the glory to us, right? The good, our good works aren't bringing the attention to us. Oh, that feels good, but that's not why we serve as Christians. And so the other is that our good works will bring glory to God and not glory to ourselves or anything about us. Matthew 5 verses 16 says, In the same way, let your deeds, good deeds, I'm sorry, shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. These good deeds that we do are because of the good God that we serve. Amen. So let's have, uh, let's allow our heart for service in God's kingdom be to glorify him and to point others to the good God 
that we love and know. As I come to a close tonight, I ask that sometime tonight or maybe tomorrow or maybe this week, each of us perform kind of that heart check um, and ask ourselves, when I serve, why I want to serve, is it for the glory of God? Is it to point others in the direction of our good God? I'll ask myself that, and I ask tonight that you also ask yourself that. I want to close with a reading from Psalm 100 about the goodness of God. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is good. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight, and we look forward to seeing you here same time tomorrow uh, in the same place on our digital campus.